the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are underway already in the second half. Some of the game's back up and running. There's been a change for Celtic at the break and it's Luis Palma who makes way for Yang. So very much like for like, whether that is... Uh, injury related or maybe just wanted to mix things up we will find out I'm sure see what Brendan Rodgers has to say and actually a positive start at the beginning of the half for Kilmarnock Joe Hart possibly could have caught that one he punches it and it goes out for a corner to Kilmarnock Uh, Yang Mark got some really positive feedback from the Asian Cup meant to have had some you know nice sub appearances there for South Korea he's come back and no one's really Properly grabbing them, grabbing that position as sort of number one winger. So maybe it is just tactical. Maybe see what you can do in the second half. Yeah. Or maybe Palmer's struggling. Well, I said it was a big day for Palmer because you know he's been underperforming in recent weeks, and he maybe have found himself lucky to start. I thought Yang when he came on last week certainly looked lively. Um, but probably when Daz would have played, the manager would have been questioning what studs he had on because he kept slipping. But that was down to the pitch, not himself. He was positive. And by the way, since he's came to Celtic, the one thing I like about Yang is, as a winger, he's always positive. Now, he might lose it a lot. He might run it out the pitch. But he doesn't shy away mm. from taking on the fullback. And that's, well, who knows if it's an injury to Palmer or Brendan Rodgers just seen enough from Palmer in the first half and thought Yang deserves his chance. Yeah, because it clearly hasn't always worked, Gordon. But the only thing that's worse than that is somebody who doesn't try and doesn't take anyone on. I know that's been a bugbear of yours in mm-hmm. recent times. Yeah, um, well, if he's had some good reports um, coming back from the Asia Cup, he comes back with bags of confidence in, Gordon. Uh, hopefully kick on his, his Celtic career. Sometimes it just takes a little time to settle in at a club, especially the size of Celtic, especially the competition in the wide areas, because you know every time you step on that pitch, you're under pressure because they've got so many, many options and very good players in those wide areas. So, uh, interesting to see what he does second half. I've got a funny feel Palmer m- might have been a might have been a, a caution. I don't see one nil down. They could have probably finished the game with a two nil with Riley, O'Reilly at the end of the half. Would they have made that substitution right away? Who knows? Lennon Miller heads over from a corner. I'm sure his old man scored a header or two at Tynecastle for the home side in his time. Um, but his boy trying to do it for the visitors heads over from that corner kick and still goalless. An interesting half by the sounds of it. I think fairly predictably, Hearts had most of the ball and the territory. But Roger Hanna telling us Motherwell had the best chances. So will we get the breakthrough? In that one, first introduction from Yang, by the way, was to run all the way up the pitch, carry the ball, and then win a corner down the other end. That sort of positive outlook that Mark Wilson was speaking of. I think Palmer probably left the game because the end product's not there with him. You know, you can over-elaborate at times. Uh, And perhaps Yang more direct, and clearly Brendan Rodgers feels... A change is necessary because one nothing, you know, it's a precarious lead. Yeah, the only way we'll know, I'm guessing, is when Brendan Rodgers tells us after the the break, after the game, sorry, whether there was a niggle or an injury to Luis Palma or if he just decided to mix it up. Has been the wanting area. It's been a massive downgrade. You've got to say when Jota left, um, Jota kind of had it all. He had the tricks, he had the flicks, but he had the end product. He had goals. Uh, a variety of goals but he had assists as well mm. in his locker so it wasn't just for the crowd um, he really had that end product but look if the model's there and you sell a winger like that for 25 million you 
got to hold your hands up and say that's good business, but replacing him, very difficult. Well, you'd imagine you'll see Nicholas Kuhn for Maeda at some point, um, because, Hugh, this was the week it became very clear that we, not only will we certainly not see Leah Labada today, yeah. but perhaps ever again in a Celtic strip. Who knows? There's no point in speculating, but it's it's clearly going to take quite a lot for for this to sort itself out hugely complex issue as I think we've covered many times and you wonder if Celtic are looking at, at life after Leal Abada I feel desperately sorry for Abada and I thought that uh, Brendan Rodgers uh, hit the correct tone when he said I think of him as a son uh, you know he's Sons in that age bracket, as I said to you last night in Super Scoreboard, I have two grandchildren of that age, and you know if they were somewhere and I was fretting over them, um, it's a very difficult, difficult situation. I think Celtic now have to look for a football solution to a deeply personal problem, and the solution might be uh, to let Abada go for a while and see if there comes a time when world affairs allow him to go back to Celtic or whether Celtic simply say we have a, an extraordinary situation, we'll need to let him go. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. And it's Aberdeen who score, they take the lead. Jamie McGrath from close range. It was good build-up play. Duke back in the team doing well. He was the provider. And McGrath from close range with the finish And it's Aberdeen 2, Hibs 1 Game of the day so far mm. And uh, you know it swings both ways You have Mick Montgomery now with the Hibs fans saying He's not making enough of an impact here Not winning enough football matches uh, But it's 2-1 the, the way Aberdeen go at it right now We'll probably get another three or four goals in this game. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that'll be the end of it, Hugh. But um, the magic of the half-time team talk, two managers going in there, and uh, obviously the experienced one, Neil Warnock, has come out and top so far. But I agree with Hugh. I think with those two teams' defences, the way they play, I think there's a couple of more goals in that game. Good start to the second half for Aberdeen anyway. Neil Warnock will be happier with the beginning than he would have been at the start of the game when they went one behind. Yeah, without doubt. Just on the Abada one, you know, that's going to be another big miss for Celtic. I know Abada isn't everybody's cup of tea in terms of a wide player. He's not got the tricks and flicks that Jota had, uh, no doubt about that. But he's still provided plenty of assists for Kyogo and Maeda and plenty of goals in his two and a half years. I think around about the 30-goal mark, 15 goals his first season, 14 he's setting... That's a good return for a wide player. So if you take that out of the team, as well as Jota's influence at the team, and you're not getting the same return from Kuhn or Palma, not so much Maeda this year as well, then it's a lot of goals you're taking out and a lot of chances created mm. you're the, taking out your team. The terrible what? irony for Celtic is that the fans are crying out for quality, more quality. And yet it's because of a group of fans that they are losing the quality of Abada because he feels he cannot play in front of that group of fans. And that's why on a temporary or on a permanent basis, he'll be out of Celtic Park shortly. Is it, is it probably a bit more complex than that as well? Because I'm sure those fans would say, well, look at the, look at the, the reception he got when he came on. They're trying to make a distinction between backing him and sticking up for a a cause granted we can't understand how Leo Labada feels about that and you can yeah. understand why he wouldn't 
be comfortable about the full thing. I'm not denying people political conscience, and I'm not denying them the right to do what their conscience tells them to do. But the fact of the matter is, for that specific reason, Abada will not stay at Celtic. Uh, could be getting nervy at Dunfermline. We said they needed to beat our both have been pegged back. Thomas O'Brien on 52, Dunfermline 1, our both 1. Right, he, James McPeak was the best will in the world. He couldn't survive, survive. that. Yeah, no, no. A, a defeat, he couldn't. No. no. No, I don't think so either. Mark, get your employers sorted here. Inverness 2, yeah. Partick Thistle 0, yeah. I'm afraid, you Jags but, fans. The only one positive, Chris Dillon will be thinking, what was 20 for supper? I'm going to could have even got them one between two. Not exactly. a chance. Listen, just in the corridor, bumped into our very own Gary Spence, who said he knows that chippy well, and it was the right decision not it's to pay for it because it's a, for, it's a good, good chippy. But too expensive. I agree, I agree with Gordon Bad food for the young boys You don't want to promote that sort See of you should have gone down that road to start with You should have said boys you're athletes Not You, should, you shouldn't have advertised the fact that you're too tight to You know what See when I went home and I thought Come about on. that I thought I could have got it that easier By saying I'm trying to promote healthier eating There was that's... a chance a few moments ago for Matt O'Reilly By the way That I neglected to tell you about But it remains Celtic 1 Kilmarnock nil. And game of the day is probably out with the top flight Falkirk 3 Hamilton Aki's two. Come on, Hamilton. Come on, Hamilton. First against second. What have we got against the Bairns? I just like John. John's a mate of mine. Oh, so. right, okay. Aye. Is that the way it is? Aye. Got just to. Sticking up for his mates. What about John? Oh, what about producer John? John? Who employed you? Well, he's a mate, but not as much as John, John Rankin. John another mate. I shared a car with Ranks for uh, a couple of years going to Dundee United every morning. So anybody you share a car with is a mate? Is of course. Did yeah. you ever buy him a fish supper? John, oh John, when they touch a fish supper, oh. one, one, one McDonald's a year at the end of the season and one Coca Cola on holiday wow. is all he allowed oh, himself. I forgot about this, Hugh Keevans. Let's get it up and running. Okay. The second half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Guys, want to get the jigsaw ready because this is a puzzle. Nah, I'm not really bored today. Oh, oh come on! Listen, the pick and mix can't have been that I'm expensive. Not feel, I'm not feeling the love. Get it's like it. a guy who's been dumped in Valentine's Day or something. That kind of vibe I wish for I you. Had. Did you say dumped? <laughs> <laughs> dumped? Dumped? Right, just dump, double, double dump checking. A D at the end of that. Aye, it's not <laughs> at the beginning of that. Sorry, not checking. Right. I have played alongside Didier Agat and Paul Hartley. I have been managed by. Ian McCall and Alan Pardew. I won my only major honour in Scotland and captained the team to victory. I never played a professional game for a club in the country where I was born. Who am I? So, played alongside Didier Agat and Paul Hartley. Been managed by Ian McCall and Alan Pardew. Won my only major honour in Scotland and captained the team to victory. I yeah. never played a professional game for a club in the country of my birth. Who am I? Who am I? Get it going. Come on, look at him. He's got a wee glint in his eye He had now. that twinkle in his eye yeah, there. Yeah. He, he, can't, he can't resist the teaser when it comes along. Mm, no. <laughs> I think it's a good tease. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hold my guess off to a sort of a narrow it down. Okay. Oh, yeah. You've so got I've had a message in from friend of the show, Simon Donnelly. He wants to give... Amanda a mention because she's got you lot 
in her ears in the middle of the Sahara Desert. Wow. I, I saw he was doing that. Trekking across Good the Sahara said. Desert for the Celtic Foundation. Who would have thought that somebody is in the Sahara Desert listening to you whinging about the price of po- um, popcorn and picking? You couldn't imagine me sitting in the sand, can you know? He'd no, be a bit why? too fit. Why? Oh, he'd he'd, 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 he'd trekking the Sahara flip flops on. The sand would be up to He's always got flip flops on. The sand would be up to there in the money. Wait for me, Sarah. You act like you're six foot five. I reckon you are at the most an inch bigger than Simon Donnelly. What? I don't even Is he bigger I don't even know I if think you're the same size Than we said This is a genuine Mental block of yours Take it from a, a Neutral observer I promise you Simon Donnelly Played with Celtic You can repeat <laughs> it In any passive <laughs> Aggressive could, way That you they want They could walk Under this table here I am here. telling you I'm telling you <laughs> Absolutely He's taller than you think And you're smaller Than you think uh, No I'm quite I'm you're quite tall I'm quite tall You're one of the old guys That shrink If I strain my back When I'm With your st- your gout and everything you're you're shrinking I'm, I'm just under six <laughs> so send message a, to a that good just now I, I wonder how far he's walking in the Sahara Desert yeah what's well the fun in him. that Celtic Foundation it's not for fun is it it's for charity a concept All right, okay. very much but lost but pick a better charity to to walk I'm, I'm going to do that well, I'm, I'm, I'm going Kilimanjaro so I'm going to do the charity I'm going to do cash for kids so start Are sending s- s- envelopes a- of cash into me and I'll, I'll pass it on to cash for kids is that's that a good show isn't it when is Kilimanjaro for you July wow I would love let's to see let's see if that. we can raise 2 million quid for cash Sid, for kids I think Sid's done that, that already though I think that's old hat to him no he done the, he done the one in Peru and, ah. and, uh, how far did they walk he got sent down the mountain know. No, Sid I'm starting to regret this conversation I have no idea I'm, just, st- ju- I'm just the messenger I would. N- I struggled at Murder Hill When I played with Rangers oh, And that bro. was only going up And doing a wee hill beside <laughs> it. Never mind the Sahara Desert uh, Yang's been pretty good for Celtic He's been positive since he came on Injected a bit down that left hand side But he's about to get a new partner there Because Bernabe yes. will come on Greg Taylor's first game back Probably not surprising <sighs> This is the old 60 minutes Chaos um, here fans inside Celtic Park They don't know what they're getting They know they're going to get entertainment One way or the other Can I just say though I'm not happy with this Because you adopted Burnaby early on I'm You coming. stuck with him And mm. stuck with him And stuck with him Even when it looked beyond help But you did disown him You admitted it That you were cutting all ties But now that he had a semi-good game Against St Mirren You're trying to reclaim I, him again I've, I've forgiven him for uh, Was it Rush County That he didn't chase back I hated that That's what really annoyed me And it was like you fall out of somebody A couple of weeks you And then you're, you make up Ah fair enough uh, Anyway he will come on He has in fact come on Burnaby for Greg Taylor Close to Dundee second McCowan's 25 yard shot Heading for the top corner But just goes wide um, Just Someone sent me a message On Twitter uh, Earlier because his mates Dressed him up As Hugh Keevan <laughs> At a party Is he still next to us? So he's got <laughs> As you would expect Shirt and tie Suit jacket, glasses, grey hair, and a sign on his back that says Specky Chew. That's good. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Just, just in case anyone was uh, didn't I've know got, who you are, they'll. I've got to, you got to question that boy. I like it. But he's changed his attire now, Hughes. You know, to the, the more oh, casual, more trendy look. Looser. I, I'm not giving yeah. him casual just because he's untucked his shirt. I don't think that counts. But Andy Dalgleish it was. So well done for being well done, only, Andy for being the only person who's ever dressed up as Hugh Keevans. 
No, what I noticed last week, Q, what you were wearing, I was going to say, you were wearing a, a long sleeve polo shirt. Uh-huh. Which is quite nice, mm-hmm. but you had a, a regular shirt underneath I it. Layers up because it's freezing in there. Mm. I've never seen like that it. before. Yeah, well, a shirt under. He's a trailblazer. He's like he's like good. The back of his shirt's touching I've, I've his heels. About his it all <laughs> 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 oh, the employers are pulling one back. Oh, one back. oh yeah, Inverness yeah. two. Always good for a goal. One Fitzpatrick. Always good for a goal. Um, oh the shot deflected into the side net for Hearts O'Donnell on for Gent for Motherwell Which is Still the, the only game in the Premiership with no goals I'm astonished That would be my first choice for the opening goal of the day On the, on the Inverness Partick game When of course we were up there yesterday I was just speaking to some of the people involved with Inverness uh, <laughs> Duncan Ferguson he's, he's a man to behold I mean wants to take everything Everything to do with his training Now I know some people out there might just think Well that's what manager's employed for But you've got assistant coaches And so on and so forth To take certain bits of training He's wanting to be hands on with every single no, thing You're not going to disagree are you? No that's what they said yes, We just let him do it It's an interesting change for Motherwell Because Georgie Gent obviously wide left Gordon comes off Stephen O'Donnell who's right footed goes on But remember uh, Jilly Biabu was signed mm-hmm. Motherwell signed loads of Left-sided player, uh, loads of fullbacks. Sorry, um, but it's actually Adam Devine has gone across to the left. Stephen O'Donnell comes on in the right. So, Jilly Biabu. Yeah, I think looked, I think he looked all right when he came on against Morton. Wasn't yeah, a, wasn't yeah, a classic. Night, yeah, down the left hand side. Yeah, he looked okay, but I, th- I like Devine. I've got to say, he got a good goal at uh, Petardre. Uh, come on, a sub against Morton. I thought he, he made the team look better down that right hand side. Um, so I, I, I'm not surprised with that I, Look, in the modern day You can play a right-sided player on the left No problem at all Okay, let's check in on that teaser then Hugh, a reminder, if you can please Yes, as I go into my top left-hand pocket The shirt to get it Could have just sat it in the desk mm. In front of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very shirt. dramatic <laughs> I, I have played alongside Didier Agat and Paul Hartley I've been managed by Ian McCall And Alan Pardew I won my only major honour in Scotland and captained the team to victory. I've never played a professional game for a club in the country of my birth. Who am I? Craig Meikle thinks it might be Jim McIntyre. No. James Milne wants to throw in Sean Maloney. No, not Sean. And Bobo Baldy. No. Keep the guesses coming, please. It is a good question. It's a tough one. Uh, Ange Ball had pulled itself level just after half time but Jao Gomez has put Wolves back in front there Uh, Celtic are penned in a little bit actually so all of a sudden the crowd are getting a touch jittery because it is only 1-0 they've not got that second and Kelly have got their tails up a little bit this is where the psychology comes into play well we we always thought that Kilmarnock had it in them Uh, they've got plenty of players in a forward going sense who can Trouble Celtic and thereby irritate the fans. So one nil is a precarious lead. Long way to go. Yep, this is often where weeks are won. You know, it really is. I'll, I'll keep going on about it. It's those tense moments at the end of games. How do you deal with you know the pressure? Of course, Hugh's right. You're playing against a side who have got a real attacking threat, and you've got the nerves of the crowds about seeing it out sometimes. And of course, with Kyogo and Ida playing, you wonder what a change would look like. You know, does Ida go off? 
and it reverts to the sort of more traditional where Kyogo leads the line and then a, a Paolo Bernardo comes on you know if you were looking to do something different I, I, I would that be the obvious one well it depends the or shape does, of the does game just come on and is all on the bench actually I think he well is. if Brendan Rodgers wants a probably a grip of the game in the midfield if he feels like he's getting a wee bit overrun in there of course you would bring Bernardo on Partner McGregor and O'Reilly in there, bit of composure. However, if you just think he does run his race and you want a bit more physicality, go a bit more direct, then O might be your man. Yeah, Kelly, look back in this. It's a big chance there, a header from Joe Wright. We said there was a bit of height in that Kilmarnock team. Joe Wright with a chance there. Celtic might be feeling a little bit nervy. Yeah, they need a second goal. Uh, always takes the pressure away. Kilmarnock uh, will grow in confidence. And I said earlier in the show, Derek was sitting there thinking right okay I've got guys on the bench that can come on here and grab me that goal that would get me a terrific point but uh, I still fancy Celtic some things in Scottish football are inevitable with M&D Green Pharmacy and Lauren Shanklin scoring goals is one of them it's Hearts 1 Motherwell nil. it's an Alan Forrest free kick he's also having a good time of it he's the provider and there is Lawrence Shankland. Time and time again. Poor marking though. Motherwell's defensive performances haven't been great. Uh, and Lawrence Shankland is not the man to give opportunities to. He's found the back of the net. I know everyone is preoccupied already with thoughts of the Euros, Germany, the opening ceremony. Shankland is first on the list here. For the striker's role, there's no one you would have before him now. I think that's an interesting point because well, just very quickly let me tell you a couple of other things Ida and Maeda off Bernardo and Kuhn on so Kuhn will go wide right and then back to that more traditional setup with Bernardo in midfield got another one of these Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Dundee 2 Ross County nil. it's Scott Tiffany with his second of the afternoon it was a low 20 yard shot it's kind of skidded off the surface Wickens did get a touch but it goes into the back of the net right mm. where were you um, Lauren Shanklin I yeah I was, I was just saying that it's an interesting point Hugh makes because I think the argument was probably about 6-8 weeks ago or maybe a wee bit before then, was he going to go? Was he going to get on the plane? He was doing everything right to get on the plane, but I think everybody accepted that he wouldn't be a starter because Steve Clark would just go for what he believes in, what's been in the past with Dykes and Adams. However, the goals he's scoring, the variety of goals he's scoring against everybody that comes up against him, he has put himself in the frame. I wonder, you know, does he go right in? Just a natural goal scorer the way I would come at your question would be well how could he not come mm. in you know, if you're so clearly the outstanding candidate how can you not be there what would hold you back no not not that he'll be at oh, the Euros hold, hold on, to start I think I missed did I miss one of these as well I think I might have yeah I think I did let me tell you about this Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy So many goals at once We're level again at Pataudry oh. Aberdeen 2, Hibs 2, Marcondes There was a VAR check But the goal stands And what a game we've got in our hands there It is Aberdeen 2, Hibs 2 So in the space of four days The aggregate score at Pataudry Is home team 5 Visitors 5 You're certainly getting entertainment Under Neil Warnock yeah. um, Plenty of goals And I've got to say I don't think it'll be finished I think there'll be a winner there I really do I think there'll be a winner 
and and obviously we're listening to Dave. Big crowd in at yeah. the Tordry. They'll be expecting Aberdeen to go on and try and win this, but uh, that's a, that's the game of the day for Dave Galloway at Petorre. Yeah, look for Shankland. The, the the two sides of it are quite obvious. If you want a guy, if you're picking the guy who scores the most goals, obviously you pick Lauren Shankland. Yeah. That there are loads of managers at loads of levels of football that would want to stick as close to their their kind of style and their yeah. tactics. And if he feels that Shea Adams and or Lyndon Dykes does that. They'll play first. I, I, I think is, that's it? the point I was making because you know everybody sees a, a striker is scoring goals, then he must play. However, the setup for Steve Clark is pretty pragmatic in terms of being hard to beat. It often starts from the front line and how you press and the positions you take up to make it difficult for opposition. No doubt we need to think about that when we go to the Euros because the the standard of the sides we're playing against is going to be good. So that might just be where he reverts back to a Dykes or an Adams rather than a Shankland who's going to press. The way he wants to It's an interesting debate I don't think we'll fully Really know until the final weeks It's also understandable Not right And the mm. man not picking right or wrong It's understandable That if you're Steve Clark Because this is where International football Is different You've got different players Playing for different teams In different systems At different levels If you're Steve Clark It's not wild to think That he might Look at his previous Scotland games For Performances that he's going to Try and replicate you know, he might, he's going to get at the Euros and think, well, see what we did against Spain. I want to do mm. that again. See what we did against Denmark or whatever. That was a while ago. I want to do that again. And that's where it's it's not like, I get he's scoring loads of goals, but it's still not crazy to think that he might go for Adams or Dykes on the back of I th- that I think I think it's a stick on he'll go for Adams or Dykes. Oh, well, you'd go that far? Yeah, I think it will. I just I think that's the way Steve Clark works and got operates. Be, I think you're be thinking about Shankland. Oh, listen, I would be, I'm Shankland fan all day long. See someone that scores the goals and the type of goals and he's scoring regular, the confidence he's getting in, everything about him, absolutely brilliant. But I think you put a great argument up there by saying international football, different players. I've seen guys at club football uh, years ago that played with Rangers and Celtic playing at the top of their game and every time they went and played with Scotland didn't perform to the levels that we all know they can perform. I'm not saying that with Shanklin. So that's why I think international football, completely different. Steve Clark's got a success because that's the way he operates. Shanklin will be a massive part of it. Don't Don't get me wrong. But Adams and uh, obviously Dykes will probably be number one just now. Queen of the South have taken the lead. Marvin's team, Edinburgh City nil. Queen of the South won. That should cheer him up a bit. Oh, chance at the back post for Danny Armstrong, but he's missed it. And Kelly are very much in this. Celtic fans will be getting nervy because they need a second and Kilmarnock are threatening. Well, you know, to go back to the, the well-worn, draws a disaster, defeats a catastrophe. So, you know, Celtic have to guard against the draw at the very least. Armstrong is one of those players who can hurt you out of nothing. Celtic will be well aware of that from the previous fixtures against them. So they just need to tread carefully here. They need that second goal. Oh, yeah. They need that second goal. He's now gone into the book, Danny Armstrong. He's had a busy mm-hmm. few minutes. Sam Nicholson's replaced Lennon Miller for Motherwell, who trail now thanks to that Lawrence Shankland header. We need the bear now, Gordon. We need the bear. And this is what Bye, honey. this is what Kilmarnock can do now. Options: Greg Stewart and Kevin Van Vienon yeah. to replace Danny Armstrong and Marley Watkins. Well, That's what I said earlier, Hugh. Uh, you know, Kilmarnock have got a strong squad. They've got guys that can come on, change games. They're two. 
experienced players, guys that can get you goals. Another threat, another. Um, I remember chance. Van Veen going to Celtic Park with a Motherwell player. Playing on his own up front And he terrorised Celtic the whole day long It was his last visit to Celtic Park yeah. When Celtic took the lead And Motherwell equalised through Kevin Van Veen And it finished one all. Well, so, there you go Yeah, so Him coming on Is a, a red flag For Celtic Just to let you know, Gordon I produced again on the teaser, have yeah, you? Yeah, what got a player. It. Yeah. What a player. Give us the question, Hugh, and I'll remind the listeners. I have played alongside Didier Agat and Paul Hartley. I have been managed by Ian McCall and Alan Pardew. I won my only major honour in Scotland and I captained the team to victory. I've never played a professional game for a club in the country of my birth. Who am I? Is it Mark Viduka, says Harris? Well, Mark Viduka, a great player. No, it's not him. Is it Rob Jones? No. Sorry, Stephen Graham. And what about Julian Speroni? Goalkeeper? No. Delphi Law got that one wrong. Keep your guesses coming. There is still time on the Who Am I? Gordon Deal might have it. What do you mean, mate? No, I said, as in, he might have it, but you can still yeah, yeah, okay. take it. Oh, calm down. Uh, <laughs> a good shout, that. Again. I'm, I'm well impressed with him. I, I had a good fight with this guy. Okay. We'll get to that right. when the good answers good on the pitch or off? Revealed. Um, off the pitch. Yeah. A good Barney. And there's. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that story. The he's getting there. dropped. I know that story. Yeah. 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 Oh, and Mark. so will someone else in this show. There you are. Brian Graham. Oh, there we are. Your colleagues are yes. back level. A 77th minute Woody. penalty. Inverness 2, Partick 2. Will we get a winner there? Brilliant. Yeah. Yep, Partick, as I say, always good for a goal And they've got good players at the top end of the pitch Brian Graham, Fitzpatrick, Wallace, Adeloy Always good to get you something Never dead And buried So, 2-2, two, two, will we get a winner? Don't forget, we're not far away from opening those phone lines So when this is all said and done You come on here And tell us what really happened this afternoon Celtic fans, you probably are in that nervous period of the game But whatever happens at the end of I <laughs> know oh, Inverness 3 Patrick Bissell 2 Nathan Shaw You went Inverness. too early Back in front oh. I told you These guys Clueless in here You can put us right uh, Round about 5 o'clock Whatever happens On the pitch today Whether it's a, a Victory for Celtic That stretches their lead Whether they're pegged back And it hands the advantage To Rangers You can give us A call Looking for as many Opinions on today's Football As possible On 01419511025 1025. If you didn't know the number, stick it in your phone, write it down, give us a call in about 25 minutes' time. And for you Rangers fans, you're not left out because we will, of course, preview the trip to St Johnston. There is a check for a St Mirren penalty. There was a cross into the box. Ewan Anderson, the referee, has not been told to go to the monitor yet. Uh, but we will oh, wait that, and see. That would be the, the height of irony. Stephen Robinson, the man who yesterday said VAR is a waste of money. And he might be about to profit. He'll be happy about it today. Yeah. Funny that, isn't it? Is that a penalty? Don't know yet. Need to wait and see. Need to wait and see. Not been told to go to the, the monitor yet. Davy Martindale, the living manager, has had a lot of bad luck with VAR recently. Uh, so he'll be... Still waiting. Fingers crossed. It'd be ironic though. Every, everybody misses penalties at Livy anyway, even if it's mm, given. I know. Even my young team missed a penalty last week at Livy on the stadium as well. Livy's missed a good few. Rangers missed one as well. 
I think this season they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, the one that McCausland. McCausland, yeah, it shouldn't have been given. Yeah, it says a VR the decisions. Panel. Do you know whose take on it? Oh, he is going to the screen, so it looks like oh. he will be given. Do you know whose take on it I found interesting? You don't have to agree with it, but I just don't know if I've heard it before from a manager, and that's why I liked it. Stephen Naismith, did you see his? So his take on it was that ultimately he's in favour of VAR, but that's fine because you know everyone's got their own opinion. But. <laughs> I think it was important that somebody called part of this out. He said because that list that came out, the yeah. thirteen mistakes, I think three of them impacted Hearts. To, to, uh, certainly a couple. So he would have the right then to have a mump and moan about it. But he said that there's been decisions have affected us. For me, that's not down to VAR. It's down to decision makers. It's new. There are mistakes. Um, but he says what hasn't helped is the outside noise, sound bites to sound bites to stoke the fire. Every club knows the process. What the process is. And it doesn't suit every individual agenda which can deflect away from bad performances or results. And I think that, that I think that is important. I think as fans and, and people who we're allowed to kinda of say what we want as fans, but people who are in the game, I think at times should maybe know a bit better. Kinda of acts so they do all this like, well, I don't even know why then why is that not been checked and why is this been done? And who, who was the manager as well earlier this season that was moaning because an offside wasn't clear and obvious, even though offsides are not Meant to be clear and obvious. Yeah. You wonder if the managers don't know this stuff, and if they don't know it, learn it, or if they are being selective, as Stephen A. Smith's alluding to, in terms of deflecting and so on. Or can you simply have a contrary opinion to Stephen A. Smith? No, that's that. Yeah, in the least offensive way, he's. I think you're missing the point. It's not about that. It's not about whether you like it or not. It's about whether you haven't bothered to learn the process. Or you do know what the process is as a manager, but you're secretly throwing a little sound bite, sound bite out there to deflect away from your own performances. Well, uh, I would I would look at, for example, Stephen Robinson, who's St Mirren's side have had a decent season. Is he in need of deflection? Nah, they'll not score it anyway. To be honest with you, missed it. It's a have terrible, they told you? Terrible. Nobody penalty. scores a penalty. Terrible <sighs> penalty. Not a lot of power on it, and it was saved. So they have indeed missed it, St Mirren. <sighs> Ground curse for penalties. But I th- I, listen, I agree with Stephen Naismith. I think he's right. I think there's been a lot of that this season that managers, um, you know, pointed decision. Like the biggest one, people think, oh, Celtic and Rangers, and I'm only saying this because I feel come on. But a lot was made of that decision, and it wouldn't have affected the outcome. But it got glossed over. You know, the actual performance on the day from Rangers and their failings on the day, particularly in that first 45 when they had the, the chances that they had. And everything was about the decision and how that could have impacted for weeks on end instead of the team's actual failings. And I don't think Rangers are the only ones guilty. I think that's been evident throughout the season. So I think Stephen Naismith's spot on with that one. And this is there is a, a, a genuine frustration for everybody around this area. I get that, but I think if you were to if you were to mark it down, if you were to watch the way managers sometimes contradict themselves, where they, on one hand, they'll bemoan and say, "We're only supposed to be checking for clearing obvious errors. Why are they checking that? Why are they getting involved?" But as soon as something isn't, they'll say, "Oh, the technology's there. Just use it. Just check it." Well, that's funny because two weeks ago yeah, you wanted yeah. minimum intervention. That's the bit that people need to make up their mind on and need to yeah. be consistent. Human nature, deflection. It's called you. It's called deflection. Uh, so close to yeah, two but def- deflection is human nature. So close to two 0 for Livy as well. After that penalty, Miss Stephen Kelly tries to 
Lob Zach Hemming after a poor clearance But it goes wide Paulo Bernardo Decent chance that Not a sitter or anything But he should do better than blazing over the bar As he did So it remains 1-0 It does look like Kilmarnock's little period they had Has pulled back a bit But it's still only one And I'm sure Brendan Rodgers would rather a bit more comfort Heading into the end of this one well, it's going to become a goal-scoring contest as well, uh, you know, between Celtic and Rangers. And if it finishes 1-0 for Celtic today and uh, Rangers go up to St. Johnson tomorrow, 3 or 4, that's, uh, you know, an indication of who's currently the more potent of the two teams. Big result for Alloa. Alloa 4, Cove Rangers 1. Taylor Stephen with the goal round about five minutes of the 90. Uh, I remember was it the start of this season when Hibbs had goalkeeping injury issues yeah yeah. they've got them again David Marshall is coming off it looked like a face knock actually and Wallacott is going to come on so a change in goal which obviously you don't see too often David Marshall coming off hopefully nothing too serious for him but if it's a face knock that's forcing him off we've seen a few of them in recent times hopefully he is okay sooner rather than later Oh. oh, sorry, just quickly, the Gordon Dale Derby. I've just spotted an Airdrie 2 or 3. It's a great <sighs> game. And that's Airdrie pulled one back, so they were 3 1 down. I was, I was impressed with the two in the cup. I thought Air uh, gave a good account of themselves yeah. at Ibrox. And I, I agree with Mark. I thought Airdrie played very well against Hearts, just the quality uh, outdone them. Um, but I was impressed with the standard of both of the teams, I've got to say. Yeah. Going okay for Scott Brown so far since he's come in. No easy that taking over midway through a season, then try to put in your ideas and your philosophy. And sometimes you need to limp through until the summer, until you get them pre season. But actually, results going well for him so far. You love Brownie, don't you? Oh, yeah. I have never met anybody that loves Scott Brown like this boy, man. Yeah. Is out there. Uh, <laughs> there will be no hat trick for Scott Tiffany. He's gone off 81 minutes gone. He got a double for Dundee, probably set them on their way to another. Important win, probably the type of win that sums up Dundee this season. You know, minimal, minimum fuss, home game. Yeah, Ross County, you're, you're, you are favourites for it, and just do the job quietly. Yeah, um, I keep going back to every week. Tony Dock taking that job in management, it's a big step for him, but he's he's just taking to it so easily. But see, signings, I think his signings have been good. Tiffany, you know, such a such a standout for Thistle uh, in recent years. Good, good player. Gets his rewards today. Oh, Inverness three, Partick Thistle three. Go on, what Thistle! Drama in the highlights. Oh, big Brian, Brian again. Graham again. Mm. 86 minutes gone. You're a busy man this season. Mm. He's got his women's team in the final of the Sky Sports Cup as well in a few weeks' time. Of course, we'll play for Partick Thistle the day before. And the scheduling being moved around to. Facilitate, which was the right thing to do, I think, quite clearly. Well, they had the dress rehearsal. Was it last week? No, no. 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 Did yeah. you see the party? Oh. This will go up. It was disallowed. We Out. talk about outrageous and the type of uproar we would have. <laughs> By the way, oh. Brian was in in my office Monday morning after that, and he was still as angry then as he was at half time. He had a was real the one the yeah. Yeah. I think it? I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was quite something yeah. What happened? Well there was a throw in Rangers player tried to take it In her own ball She kind of let it run across her body But stumbled as she did so And Partick nicked the ball back Played to the edge of the box Shot goal The referee gave a foul Because The player stumbled 
There was a weird one He was standing right next to us oh. It was a strange decision Anyway yeah. double change for Kilmarnock Watson and Murray on Polworth and Kennedy off It was David Watson that got Killy's one goal At Celtic Park The last time the sides met In the East End of Glasgow Well they're running out of time If the change is to be effective It'll need to be practically Instant But uh, I'm sure the Celtic crowd are Shifting in their seats do you know, if, if Celtic go out of this, say, 1-0, yeah. we would still say, there's another positive. They went to St Mirren today, clean sheets, and they've yeah. not got their strongest back four, let's be honest. So you can always take positives out of games, even if you, you win 1-0. Well, I'm sure Celtic fans would be delighted with that now. Not what? long to go, not long to go everywhere, so don't forget your chance to phone in and tell us what you've made of the day's action. 01419511025, write it all down. So Celtic fans... Whether you are, well, we'll just hold the th- hold fire on that because we'll see what the outcome is. But whatever happens, you can reflect on it, and we'll look ahead to Rangers tomorrow. We'll have a look at the other results from the day coming in. Some that are in the balance. Are you giving up on your team, Gordon? Can you get a late equaliser at Tynecastle? Can the Bear come up with something? Well, we're hoping. Uh, you're always hoping for that one chance, and um, you know, away from home. But you've got to be careful because Shantley could put the game to bed. 1-0, um, you would take a point right now, I'll tell you that. But uh, Motherwell have been known for their late comebacks, but it was mostly at Fir Park. So we're just hoping, fingers crossed, the Bear get the ball in the box and let him do his business. Mercondes with a header saved from Kelarus. That one's in the balance as well. Are we going to get a winner there between Aberdeen and Hibs? Two all. we probably both settle for the point right now. Think so? Yeah. Very evenly balanced up there by all accounts, even beyond the obvious scoreboard, which is balanced. What did I tell you about Nick Montgomery subs teams? 2 2. I mean, yeah. that must be about the 7th. 7th. 2 2 since he took over. Yeah. Half chance, Kilmarnock into the side netting. David Watson, we said, has come on. He scored on his last trip there in a 3 1 defeat. He's hit the side netting, just a half chance. It's getting a bit tense as well at Livy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davy Martindale's been booked. And David Field says the Livy fans are as loud as he's ever heard them. <sighs> you can insert your own joke about whether that's a low bar or not. Mm. But they're getting animated there. Standing next to each other, going, sing a wee bit loud, are you? <laughs> Two of them. But I've, <laughs> I've, I've got to say, um, I agree with Mark. Did he not start his career in Scotland 2 2 down at Commandment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes a. He said so many. I'm waiting for a little St. Mern goal to get a full cooping up this afternoon. I hear. What your racket on here? Yeah, right. yeah. No, no financial gain. No, just pride. no, no, no. Just, just pride, pride to play. Pride, pride. Well, in I'll the... tell you what, Hugh. Let's leave room for late drama. Okay. The second half teaser with the ScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Didier Agat and Paul Hartley. I have been managed by Ian McCall and Alan Pardew. I won my only major honour in Scotland and I captained the team to victory. I've never played a professional game for a club in the country of my birth. I am Stuart Lovell. Stuart Lovell, well done if you got that right. I thought that was really tough today, but nothing gets past you because you know it all Graham McLaughlin in third place well done to you Graham Craig Meikle was a little bit quicker in second but the winner Ben no surname just Ben well done to you the winner of the second half teaser you knew your Stuart Lovell stuff and you can take the bragging rights away 
until next week. What was the clue that did it for you? Oh, there a few. Alan Padre was Reading, I think. Ian McCall, Queen's South, Livingston Cup, and Australian didn't play in Australia. <laughs> well, thanks for, for clearing that up. Never mind about that. Who won the who won the fight between you and Stuart? Ah, there was only one winner. What was the what was it over? It was a dispute that he got wrong and he came on and tried to tell me that he was right and he was wrong. But listen, we, we, made, we, we made we made up we're very it was good in friends. His, yeah. his PFA days, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Stuart was representing. And then Wisher come on the phone, he settled everything down. He was a calm collective. You know Fraser. Come on, Daz, please. That's because he that's because Fraser that's because Fraser knows how to deal with your nonsense, yeah. I suspect. I'll get you a wee glass of red. Oh, I was in a rare days. That was yeah. that's when I was grateful I had a director of football just to pass yeah. that on to him. Take the heat off you. Right, <laughs> and he yeah. was fuming when he came in the office. I oh. loved those days. Brilliant. That was a good moment. Four minutes added at Tynecastle. Is there to be a late Motherwell equaliser there? The full time whistle's going down the leagues already. Guthrie on for Yenge for Livy as they look to hang on. Five added at Celtic Park. I can only imagine the nerves, not only for the players, the fans, yeah. obviously. It's tough, but if you're a player, you're looking up at the scoreboard. It's about game management now. It's not about trying to be sparkling and play nice football. You are in a genuine title race. Fraser Wisher has been in touch. His recollection mm. of it was it was like giving a child a lollipop to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds about right, yeah, I would yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, oh. We do have a late goal at Tynecastle. Come on, late the drama, is it? Or is it Hearts putting it beyond all doubt? Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. And it's Hearts putting it beyond all doubt It's Kenneth Vargas Hearts' wonderful run continues It's a spin and a shot across Liam Kelly And the Jambos are absolutely flying They're going to win this one No points for Motherwell in the capital today Six league wins on the bounce Can't say fair on that Do you know the worst of it is The results that are going there Aberdeen has Motherwell down to ninth again oh. Dropped down two places That's a sore one Goal at Celtic Park. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. And it's an equaliser for Kilmarnock. It's David Watson. We said he scored on his last trip there. He's come off the bench and it is level. What a big, big goal that could be in the title race. Celtic won, Kilmarnock won. Well, you can put an asbestos covering over that telephone because at five o'clock it's going to be red hot. The draw is a disaster. They have fallen into the trap at the first sign of pressure. Rangers beating Ross County midweek and uh, although failing to go top, level with Celtic and Celtic have blown it at the first opportunity. The Rangers fans will be absolutely delighted. They'll go to Perth tomorrow, ecstatic. By the end of that game, Rangers will be two points ahead of Celtic at the top of the league. You can... Tell me now about narratives. You can tell me now about people talking about crisis and what this city's like and how this, that and the other. Celtic have blown it big time. VAR is checking it. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's part of the course these days, though. It is checking it for a foul. Uh, and that will be an extra layer to the drama So we'll have to wait and see. It's checking for a foul in the build-up, in the attacking phase of play, mm. as it is known. 
We were deep into the five minutes added on there as well at Celtic. But listen, what are you meant to do? You've got mm. you've got to commit. You've got to act like the goal's been scored. Or yeah. you suck Re- all yeah, the drama reg- out of it. Regardless of VR, you've got to say with the reports, the last five ten minutes, it sounded like it was building. It was coming. A couple of chances for Kelly. VAR check. Goal given. Level at Celtic Park. What a dramatic. End to this game And what a big moment That could be for the season Listen I, I said just before Half time Derek McInnes Although he'll be Unhappy With the fact that They're losing 1-0 He's got players Now on the bench That can come on And turn a game for him And that's exactly What's happened uh, I said that Celtic Would have been You know Feeling good about Their cell A clean sheet And they would have Because it would have Got them the three points But once again Questions of their defence And take nothing away From Watson He's put the ball in the back of the net where it counts. Well, Alejandro Bernabe felt he was pushed in the back. Um, the referee or the VAR didn't accept that that was a clear and obvious error. And the goal has stood. So what a dramatic end. Celtic fans, give us a phone. What do you make of that? I suppose some will reckon the Celtic left-back just needs to be a bit stronger in that regard. Let's go full-time. Time Castle, Roger. Hannah's there. Hearts 2, Motherwell now a double in the second half from Lauren Shanklin and Kenny Vargas taking Hearts' incredible run to 11 wins in a draw in the last 12 games and cementing them in third place. They're on their way to European football next season. Motherwell started reasonably brightly. Jack Vale had a chance at either end of the first half in three minutes. He fired across the face of Xander Clark's goal and in 37 after being freed by Harry Payton, he fired wide when he really should have hit the target. Stephen A. Smith responds with a double change at the break. Nathaniel Atkinson and Vargas coming on for Olympic Kisa and Beningame and they looked far better in the second half Motherwell a couple of half chances Lennon Miller heading over from a corner but uh, Alan Forrest was denied by Liam Kelly Shanklin then had a drive that was deflected off target the breakthrough was coming and it came finally in 67 minutes a free kick from Forrest floated in and there was Shanklin in acres of space to head his 25th club goal of the season past Kelly Motherwell's defence really should have kept a tighter rein on him Substitute Vargas, he hit the post with a spectacular effort from Atkinson's cross just moments later. Motherwell threw everything at it. On went Opika, on went Nicholson, on went Ferry. Peyton had a drive deflected wide, but with Motherwell pushing forward, Hearts always carried a danger in the break. Kelly had to save from Forrest again, and then in the second of four added minutes, the Jambo sealed the points. Kenny Vargas spinning in the box and shooting across. Kelly and inside the far post Motherwell claiming for a foul in the build up to the goal, the two benches were going at it Stuart Kettlewell and Hearts number 2 Gordon Forrest both booked but the goal stood everything's going the Jambos way at a minute Hearts 2, Motherwell nil. Good win for the Jambos their brilliant run continues, a chance for Kilmarnock to win it, saved by Joe Hart, Fraser Murray with the chance to take all three points for Kilmarnock it looked like they were going to go home with none they've left it late, David Watson equalising and then Fraser Murray with the chance to snatch it. What an afternoon in the east end of Glasgow, Hugh. Yeah, uh, just stand by, get your tin hat on because the Celtic fans are coming on. And what they're coming on to say is that the team's lightweight. The team does not have enough players of stature to get them through what they have to get through now. And I don't care what anyone says, they have been going that way since the end of the winter break. The Ross County performance booed off the park dropped a point at Petaudry, then got away with it at Easter Road, a belated penalty kick, got them out of jail there, and uh, St Mirren uh, rode their luck at times. Full-time Celtic Park, Gabriel. 
Full-time Celtic 1, Kilmarnock 1. Boos ringing around the stadium at the full-time whistle after David Watson's 90th minute equaliser cancelled out Kyogo's first half header. What a massive goal that could prove to be in the title race. Celtic have left the door open for Rangers to move two points clear at the top of the league tomorrow. And in the first half, Celtic played well enough. They moved the ball with a bit of purpose. They were camped outside of Killy's box for a long time and the pressure eventually broke the visitors down. Anthony Ralston with a lovely floated ball stood up at the back post to Kyogo who managed to find space and head the ball back across the goal to make it 1-0. Matt O'Reilly had a double chance on the stroke of half-time. First volley was saved and then a header was cleared off the line. He will have been kicking himself. It wasn't two before the interval. And there on it, it seemed pretty straightforward. Celtic 1-0 up, just had to see the game out. But they started to slow in the second half, Gordon. They allowed Killy back into this game. First, it was defended Joe Wright, who had a good header saved from an in-swinging free kick. Then Danny Armstrong spurned a chance at the back post. The warning signs were there for Celtic. But they didn't do anything about it. The crowd around me started to get jittery. The players did too. And suddenly it felt like a backs-to-the-wall performance. Derek McInnes's game plan to stay in the game, working to perfection. All they needed was one chance. And after throwing on plenty of firepower from the bench, their golden opportunity finally came. It was good work from Fraser Murray down the left-hand side. Across, deep into the box. And there was David Watson, the teenager, to head in at the far post. Scoring here just like he did a few months ago that was deep into stoppage time Gordon and you could just sense the energy sap out of the stadium a huge result for Killing, another massive point and another brilliant performance in a big game they stay fourth and their quest for European football is well and truly on but what about this for Celtic they'd won eight out of nine coming into the game Brendan Rodgers had questioned the negative narrative surrounding his team but it is only going to turn up now Gordon Winning is the most important thing at this time of the season and Celtic have failed to do it. What a huge moment in the campaign. Full time at Parkhead with booze surrounding the players as they go around the pitch. Celtic won. Kilmarnock won. Wow, what a result in the East End of Glasgow. Celtic fans, how would you sum up your feelings after that? Call us right now, 0141 951 1025. What did you make of the performance? How damaging do you fear this could be come the end of the season? There's been so much said about where the team is at in recent weeks, but it is drop points. 0141 951 1025. Call us right now. And let us know how you are feeling. Bizarrely, no other full-time whistles yet. Oh, sorry, Dundee, Fraser Wishart. Dundee 2, Ross County 0, a deserved win for the home side, Gordon. Two goals by Scott Tiffany in either half. The difference County, though, did have their own chances and played quite well, but couldn't convert their pressure and their chances into goals. A good first 45 minutes to watch. Chances at both ends. Lyle Cameron is the man most likely for Dundee. A few efforts and Wicken save at full stretch. They tipped a fierce shot from 25 yards by the Dundee midfield player wide in the third minute. The closest the midfielder came to scoring. County had their own chances. Brophy and Murray, lively. Carson saved from both his best. It's a point from a point blank. Murray, six-yard header. Great reflex of a big keeper to turn the ball away. But the opener came right on 45 minutes. Dan Costello slid a lovely pass in behind the Ross County defence. Scott Tiffany used his pace quick on it. One-to-one one, and showed great composure. They just rolled the ball low past the goalkeeper Wickens into the back of the net. County started the second half brightly. Dundee defending well. Few blocks, clearing headers. Dundee, they almost got the second though. Dundee in 20, sorry, 52 minutes. Luke McCowan 
given too much room in the middle of the park to line up his shot. 25 yards out, he struck it sweetly. It was heading for the top corner just at the last minute. It had come off the outside of his boot, it just curved away and just inches wide of the goalkeeper beaten. And Dundee could have done with that comfort of that second goal. County knocking at the door, looking for that equaliser. Brophy inches over with a well-hit 20-yard shot. But the second goal did come in the 66th minute. Cameron tried to feed the ball into Bakayoko and Ayuna intercepted the ball it fell to Tiffany who quite cleverly took a touch he was going to pass it back to Bakayoko who would have been offside but instead he drilled a low shot from 20 yards the ball skidded off the wet surface and into the net despite a touch from Wickens that knocked the stuffing out of County who'd played well a string of subs by both sides County sub Josh Sims shot a yard wide but you didn't feel they were ever going to grab a lifeline and Dundee saw the game out currently much to the delight of their supporters excellent season continues they're now in a tail of St Mun and Kelly in the top six with a game in hand at the county. They've got a huge game next week against Livy, just three points between the teams. Full time at Dens Park, Dundee 2, Ross County 0. Finished at Pataudry, Dave Galloway. Yes, uh, Aberdeen 2, Hibs 2 and what a game we were treated to here this afternoon in front of a huge crowd. Hibs going ahead after 12 minutes, uh, Maizian uh, Malida slipped in Martin Boyle who went round Kelarus to very coolly slot the ball home. That lead lasted just three minutes, uh, Boyan Majowski's volley parried by David Marshall and Nicky Devlin forced the ball in. Open and competitive stuff with a few meaty challenges going in just for good measure. Hibs keeper Marshall slapped away a dangerous corner whipped in by Connor Barron and also came off his line very well to deny Majowski who'd raced through the middle. The away side looking dangerous coming forward as were Aberdeen and Leighton Clarkson slid to meet Majowski's cross only to see the ball hit the bar. However, Hibs went close with Maulida's shot from a tight angle forcing a decent save out of Roos. Six minutes into the second half and the Dons went 2-1 up. Duke did uh, very well to set up Leighton Clarkson. He picked out Jamie McGrath who showed excellent composure to slot into the net from a few yards out. It was 2-2 though on 67 minutes after yet another VAR review. Really good work by Joe Newell down the left and he found sub Emiliano Marcondes whose fine emphatic finish was originally flagged up for offside but that was overturned. Hibbs lost uh, David Marshall to injury following his save from Boyan Majowski swivel and shot with uh, Jojo Wallacott replacing him after a few minutes treatment uh, for Marshall hopefully he's okay though he was uh, led off the pitch with uh, not too much difficulty there looked to be nothing between the teams and Newell's cross from found Marcondes but he headed straight at Roos and then deep into injury time Aberdeen really should have won it uh, Majowski just had to do a whole lot better at the back post from Jack McKenzie's cross but overall a really cracking contest in front of an attendance of over 18,000 it finished Aberdeen 2, Hibs 2 I can see the phone lines lighting up Celtic fans reacting to that result they're going to come very very soon so get your thoughts over on 01419511025 last but not least it's finished in Livingston David Friel yeah, full-time Livingston once, St Mirren now. I've never seen Livy fans happier. David Martindale just did his very own version of the Ronnie Roar Gordon. He's a happy man. It's finally happened. After over four months, Livingston have won a league match. They've gone 17 games 
without picking up three points, but Teti Yingi's winner ended that horrible run. They're now just three points behind Ross County with the teams meeting next weekend. Livingston, I think we've all written them off as relegation certainties, but David Martindale's side are certainly now in the mix to stay up. Special mention to Jamal George as well. He made a huge penalty save from St Mern's Mikel Mandron. First half was pretty quiet for 47 minutes. It wasn't even really a clear-cut chance, but then Yenge put Levy ahead. I will obelize. Low shot was parried out by Zach Heming. Yenge slammed the rebound high into the net. St Mern came out, dominated the second half. They almost levelled in their first attack. Mandron thwarted by George. Greg Kelty follow-up, headed off the line by Michael Nottingham. St Mern just kept pushing. They had loads of pressure, but Levy defended so well until 76 minutes. Toyosi Olasanya on as a sub. He went down under a David Carson tackle. Refu and Anderson was sent to check out the V asking. He gave a penalty. Mandron took the ball. One of the weakest penalties I've ever seen. Shamal George made a great save. Up the other end, Stephen Kelly almost made it 2-0 with a lob. It was getting really tense. David Martindale got booked. Mandron then missed one of the biggest sitters you'll ever see right at the death. In at the back post, completely unmarked, somehow fired wide. Levy. They had to put all their bodies on the line, but they held on for that precious win and are now full of belief that they can stay up against all the odds. Full-time Livingston once at Murnau. 01419511025 What a day of Scottish Premiership action It's changed again at the top Because Celtic have stretched the lead But by one point Held at home to Comarnock And I can see the phone lines lighting up You Celtic fans What did you make of that? 01419511025 We'll get you on next Action as it happens And your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard what a day it was in the Scottish Premiership. Celtic thought they were cruising to that three points, but Kilmarnock had other ideas late on. And it's Celtic won, Kilmarnock won. Big wins for the likes of Hearts. A huge win for Livingston. A share of the spoils, Aberdeen and Hibs. But there's only one place to start because Colin is a Celtic fan. How do you feel tonight after that, Colin? I'm absolutely disgusted looking on at Celtic. I'm absolutely livid beyond belief. I was with my pal tonight, uh, his name's Scott, and the two years left at 85 minutes, we said, that's it, we've got three points in the bag, pressure's back on Rangers tomorrow, and you can hear my voice, I am absolutely livid. Brendan Rodgers has to walk tonight, oh that's it, the league, the league is 110% done. Well, the, the one guarantee you have, Colin, as livid as you are, Brendan Rodgers will not walk tonight That will not happen But I do understand that you are disgust Midweek when Rangers beat Ross County And uh, there was a great song and dance About them not scoring enough goals to go top But they had then gathered the same number of points as Celtic Having played the same number of games And at the first hurdle thereafter Celtic have fallen And they have fallen because of the bad transfers that have taken place. They finished up with Burnaby at left-back and he was partly responsible for the loss of the equalising goal. Celtic didn't do enough to try and get a left-back. And they are full of lightweights like Yang and Kuhn and O and all the rest, Paolo Bernardo. And that's why Rangers are now Red-hot favourites to win the title Did you see that coming Colin? Because there's been a bit of a divide in recent weeks Where some people are saying that This is over the top Everyone's been too negative about Celtic They're top of the league uh, Brendan Rodgers amongst them And other people saying no But there was a seven point lead There's now not Performances are not good enough Which one were you in? Did you see this coming? I've seen it a mile away 
Brendan Rodgers should have never I'll tell you what I'm not disgusted I would take Michael Beale into Celtic that's how bad Brendan ah, Rodgers is you're at it that's the emotion talking I would suggest but listen Colin can I just say one thing to you five minutes ago you said to us that you'd left the ground after 85 minutes thinking points in the bag so you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd decided Celtic had won anyway well they haven't now have they no but you left the ground believing that's it I've seen enough that's the points well, in the bag yes I did because I had to therefore, you got, therefore you got it wrong as well uh, Right Colin's in despair at that What about Frank who's on the line Frank how would you If I was to ask you to keep it clean But sum up how you feel after that performance What would you say yeah, Same as Colin Absolutely disgusted I think The worst decision Celtic made this season Was bringing Rodgers back It's been the worst transfer we've ever had As far as I'm concerned And I agree with Colin I think the guy needs to walk tonight He's taking us backwards I've lost off a shift Going to watch this draw that he's put out today and I'm, I'm not happy with it. I was on twice last week talking to you about the very same thing. And your pal, Mr. Keevan, slated me for it. Uh, but as I say, I'm sticking by my word. He needs to walk tonight. There's no ifs or buts about it. Rogers definitely needs to go. He's taking us backwards. What, I mean, in terms of the likelihood of that, Frank, um, with a team being top of the league, and I know it might not be for long, right? But is he seriously going to walk when the team's at the top of the league, I suppose, is what I'm asking? Roll the top of the league tomorrow. Yeah, I, again, I, I do get that, Hugh, but it just feels like well, there are degrees of crisis, and the Celtic fans might feel like they see something coming. But are we really in that territory, Gordon? I have to give you one man's opinion, my opinion. You can laugh, roll down a hill, do what you like. He won't go tonight, but it's crisis time because the fans are telling you so. The booing at the end of the game. There'll be two points behind Rangers by two o'clock tomorrow afternoon. They've still got to go to Ibrooks. They're away to Motherwell next week. I wouldn't put two bob on Celtic winning Motherwell next week. I repeat, shocking transfer window, two of them. Lightweights brought into the club and they are now paying the price for serious misjudgment and the people, the recruitment staff and the Brendan Rodgers have let the club down in that regard. Frank? Aye, they have, definitely. As I say, Mr Rogers needs to pack his bags tonight and never be seen anywhere near Parkhead again. He's an absolute disgrace. He's took his backwards for Dave Anthony came back. To lose the gap that we had, that should never have happened. That league should have been done and dusted for Christmas. And if he thinks I'm going to be paying good money every week to go and watch that dross, they can ram their season ticket. Honestly, it's absolutely shocking. Never seen anything like it. Mm. There was not one player on that park today where they get pass marks on any team, not even a junior team. What annoyed you most about the performance, anyone in particular? What annoyed me most? Three minutes before the full time whistle, before the 90 minutes, Brendan Rogers stoning laughing. That's what annoyed me. Brendan Rogers, he was on every screen in Parkhead, stoning laughing. Don't know what he was laughing at, because it's no funny. The thing, the cruel thing about this city is ha- half of them uh, will disagree with that last sentiment. I'm sure because Frank is very um, annoyed. Shall uh, we say? Yeah, Brendan Rodgers should not have smiled before no. the end. Oh, he shouldn't because let me tell you, Celtic fans and everybody concerned will pick it up and hold it against them. I said at the beginning of the show that Brendan Rodgers was quite right to come out and defend his corner, fight his case, say what he has to say, be bullish about it. I agreed with that. But it does you, set you up for the stuff, then, doesn't what it? What I'm going to say, Gordon, is when you do that, 
you have got to back up and you've got to back up with a, a result against Kilmarnock when they were 1-0 up I'm thinking right okay the positives for Celtic would be there wasn't the 2-3 that Celtic fans wanted three points it's a clean sheet the goal they gave away nothing against Kilmarnock but defending is absolutely ridiculous. his entire press conference yesterday was a mass exercise in deflection he went on about those who try to insinuate that there's a crisis there is now and that this city and the way it conducts itself well this is the city get on with it and he couldn't stand the pressure day one after Rangers had gone level with Celtic he, at one point he even said there was never a stage when Celtic were seven points clear at the top factually incorrect so he spent the whole afternoon deflecting and it's all come back now dramatically to bite him in a sensitive area the only thing I'll do is just quickly before Mark comes in the only thing I will say Hugh and I totally agree about Brendan Rogers. agree with the guys coming on and being angry at the manager and whatever right but I still look at the bigger picture and I look at the quality player they've still got in that pitch at Celtic Park should be good enough to go and keep a 1-0 you know even though they've not been at their best Let's get quality players there with, 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 you with can respect. keep pointing a finger at Brendan Rodgers and I totally understand style of play and he's the one that's standing out there he takes the, the brunt of it but sometimes the players got off too lightly for me yeah but the, listen look at the back four Burnaby I mean, the fact that he gets any part of the game at the moment is ridiculous because he doesn't merit being on the park at all. Scales and Welsh are honest to goodness plodders, but Celtic spent £7.5 million on Lagabielka and Navrotsky, who never even make the bench now because the last two transfer windows have been devoted to shoveling millions of pounds down the gurgler. Have you given up all hope of this title already, Frank? Definitely. They'll go tap tomorrow and they'll stay top. The way we are playing, we'll be lucky to finish third. See, this and is where. The, disgrace. The, 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 and what's annoying me there is the fact that Celtic have got all that money sitting in the bank. Sack Rogers tonight, pay them what they need to pay them to get rid of them, get them out the door. They've got the money to do it. It would cost Celtic Just it? quickly This is where you know That there is that heightened sense of it Celtic will not finish third Right No that, of course not no, 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 Just no. be clear about that yeah. um, But Marcus There's a lot of strong feelings Listen, out there I know Let's, let's just be clear this Over the top stuff How can there be a crisis We're far from a crisis just now Celtic have played poorly In that last 45 minutes They've not lost the game They were really poor In that 45 minutes and they could have lost it. So I get the anger and the frustration and the raw emotion from fans going along and not being happy because Rangers are right in their coattails and it's the first chance, or the second chance, should I say, that Rangers have got to overtake them. But people saying Rogers should walk tonight, come on. Matt, you're, you're a Celtic, what, what, you're a Celtic what, what, what fan and you're not worried. But that's different. That's why the fans are coming. Listen, that's anger. Right, okay, some of them will mean it, but most of them will realise, and and Hugh's right about the crash. It is a little bit because everybody thought Celtic had this league tied up. No doubt about it, so did I, to be quite honest with you. But, d- but did you really? The league tied up in September, well, October? <laughs> well, until the I Rangers think there was a lot of us saying there that there was a lot of mileage still left in this when Beal left. A lot of saying that. I, I, I don't sure. think you can underestimate the severity of this result today. They have, at the first sign of pressure, crumbled and they don't have players who are good enough 
to come back from this. The lightweights don't come back from this. And the central defensive pairing, as I said, honest to goodness plodders, but £7.5 million wasted on two players who will now have to be got rid of somewhere if Celtic can manage it. Final word to you, Frank. Sum it all up then before we let you go. He's got to go. No doubt about it. Pay him. Put the home on his contract. Get him out the door. That's all I'm going to say about it. Don't, don't want the guy back again. Well, I think you can tell Frank's emotional about it all. What about Chris on the line? How would you sum it up, Chris? Oh, Gordon, honestly, man, I can't believe that I'm be watching. Absolutely disgraceful. Honestly, Frank's, Frank's absolutely spot on. He needs to go tonight. I know what only happen. If he's getting about him, he'll walk tonight. That was disgraceful. I'm listening to Mark going on there saying that second, uh, second 45 minutes. Apart from that, the first half was as bad as the second half. They were disgraceful, shocking. Same rubbish every single week. Side to side, back, side to side. I honestly, I don't know what I'm watching, and I don't know how he can watch it and be happy with what he's watching. It's terrible. The guy needs to go. Simple as that. I mean, Brendan Rodgers spent this week saying, you know, the outside narrative, the negativity was coming from elsewhere, but it certainly sounds, Chris, like a lot of Celtic fans are not happy. I, I couldn't tell you one guy that, that can be happy got to, got to the Celtic games and watching that. There can't be. There cannot be. But, like we're going to, I heard you saying there as well. I know, I know you're not saying it, but you're saying our oh, Celtic are still top of the league. They had a seven-point lead, and tomorrow Rangers will go top of the league. You know what I mean? It's not. It's terrible, man. Shocking. I can't believe this is where we've got to under Brendan Rodgers, who we thought at the time was the best guy for the job. He's not the best guy for any job. Get him out. Now. Yeah, for the record, I mentioned Celtic being top, not as if that's going to make anyone feel better, but in response to the, or, or, or to float the suggestion of, is it likely that a manager walks whilst top of the league? That That's all I mean. I'm not saying yeah. Celtic fans tonight should go, oh yes, we're still top. I think, first of you? all, I, I, as ever on this programme, the fans are good enough to call us and we're appreciative of their calls, but forget Brendan Rogers walking tonight, it will not happen. Um, but Celtic are in deep trouble And if you deny that they are in deep trouble tonight Then that's what you're suffering from Denial Because Rangers will be two points clear by two o'clock tomorrow The next Old Firm game is at Ibrox With the the way the Celtic defence is I would shudder to think what the outcome might be uh, They are, and I repeat, lightweight from back to front Chris, are you confident you still feel like this Monday morning? Is this the emotion talking? No, it's not. Honestly, God, I'm, I'm angry just now, but I've been, I've been, even the Ross County game a couple of weeks ago, we won 1-0, I think it finished, and I was this angry then. It's, nothing's changing. Nothing's changing. I don't know how they can watch that and be happy with the see what Brendan Rodgers puts out there. It's terrible. They, they don't play any kind of football. I watched for 10 minutes. Kilmarnock had just penned in her own box. And Matt O'Reilly played a ball for right back to Joe Hart in the centre of the goal, and he just got it away in time. I'm like, what am I watching here? What is it I'm watching? It's crazy, crazy stuff, honestly. What do you think out there? Are you agreeing with Chris? There's a lot of passionate stuff coming in on these phones, and there's plenty more where that came from. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. A lively start to the phone lines tonight And that is because Celtic drop points at home to Kilmarnock They are still top four now But a huge opportunity for Rangers 
Any victory tomorrow would do it against St Johnson in Perth. 01419511025. Kieran, how are you feeling tonight? Kieran, can you hear us? Yep, I can hear you. How are you doing? Yeah, all good. How are you? Uh, not great, I'll be honest with you. Who's, um, a, who's to blame today? Uh, Brendan Rodgers, definitely. Absolutely terrible. Do players ever take any responsibility, Kieran? Uh, I see, to be honest with you, they should, but they never do. Um, but the be all and end all is the box talks to the manager. I'll no sleep tonight. I think I think it's, it's absolutely ridiculous what he's doing to our club. Um, I'm getting my season ticket will be gone. Um, it's a shambles, absolute shambles. That balance, Gordon. I mean, I'm not not to me. I don't really mind who the Celtic fans think is to blame, but you, you do wonder about some of those players and then whether it does then come back to recruitment. You look at Burnaby, how weak it is for the goal. There was a claim for a push. I don't think anyone seriously no. thinks he was pushed beyond the the realms of what is and isn't allowed under the rules. Just the players need to give a lot more. As well. I I think so, but I think it's a full package. I think we can pinpoint a lot of things: recruitment, transfers, the players that have come in. Nicholas Coon comes in for a lot of money. Hugh goes on about it quite rightly so about the centre-backs a lot of money paid out not being seen uh, there's a lack of sharpness about the team just now especially at Celtic Park Ross County booed off uh, today Kamarak probably could have great opportunity to win it at the end Joe Hart pulls off a good save it's not the fast-flowing football Celtic fans are used to so their anger's getting vented now at the manager the manager came out this week and puffed his chest out and, you know, was talking a lot about the negativity around about. The negativity tonight is coming from Celtic mm. fans, Gordon. Not not the media, not the not the pundits, not the people that are sitting in here. The Celtic fans have had enough. They've come on. Everyone that's come on so far want Brendan Rodgers out. I'm agreeing with the lads. Brendan Rodgers will still be the manager. But he has got a massive job to do to lift everyone. How you sum up the performance, Kieran? Listen, do you know what? The performance was absolute dreadful. But if you want to go back to... You mentioned Burnaby. He's not fit to wear a Celtic shirt. He's absolutely dreadful. Um, and if you want to go back to Brendan Rodgers as well, I agree he won't leave. Um, he should, but he won't. And to be honest with you, he's just a salesman. Um, all, his, all his interviews, everything, just try to deflect. And, what, and, and do you know what? Us Celtic fans, we're not buying it. It's an absolute shambles. I mean, Mark, again, we will swing from... Detail to big picture Because you can't help it I, I don't really want to Go over the transfer window again Right now Because we've done it a million times But It's now It's evident on the pitch When you watch it Don't want to hang one guy out to dry Because there was loads But Burnaby clearly plays a key part In the goal conceded Should he be Celtic's second choice left back Should he be playing as much as he is Because you've not got anyone else When Greg Taylor is either injured Or returning from injury As he was today No He, he shouldn't be And I hate being harsh on players Because I know how difficult I, People think it's easy playing for Celtic And you've got a lot of the ball I know how difficult it is But I hate being harsh on, But with Burnaby No the answer is no He shouldn't be now that's a failing on the part of recruitment, Brendan Rodgers himself, um, not bringing someone in. But when you get given the jersey and you get put on, you have got to be more resolute than Burnaby is. Now I, I made a joke when Burnaby was coming on for Taylor. I said, oh, you'll get entertainment one way or the other. It's a bit chaos coming on. So I knew he would do something. I just didn't know what side of the pitch 
it was going to be it. So and when, in, in hindsight, it's not the entertainment you were looking for. No, no, but I knew there was something that was going to transpire with him coming on. And I mean, so weak defensively. If you look at the goal, you know what I think that is from. And I've been in that position a lot of times. That's lazy defending. Mm. That's I don't want to challenge for this ball. I feel a wee bit of pressure on me, so I'm just going to hope that the ref gives a push. I agree That's with lazy that. defending. And do you know something? Uh, you're, you're talking about like I've tried to defend this guy week in week out because I just think that. Players that come in to Celtic Rangers, we judge them after two or three games. I think that's a bit unfair, so try and give. But also, when you look at Burnaby, he's not coming the cheap. He's come no. in for a few no. quid as well, Gordon. So if you're a Celtic fan there and you sit and you calculate up the amount, and Celtic fans all have got so much money, look at the money that Celtic have put down their, uh, the drain. Look at the January window. Could. Make this bit short just so we can you not know, go over all ground too much, right. but it is valid. Could three million pounds worth of not good enough, and the Norwich City sub, uh, who is good at taking penalties, and won't make it at Celtic. That was your January transfer window. Let's bring in Tom, who's on the line. Tom, how would you sum it up? Yeah, you say we do. Good, you. Far from ideal, but. I just have to say, we're still top of the table and this isn't over by a long shot, let me tell you that. Do you think all this stuff is a bit over the top, Tom? Guys, over the top? It's absolutely crazy. The Celtic fans need to get a grip. The sense of entitlement we get from this mob, week in, week out, and I'm there. I'm there with the boys, home and away, and I see it. I see the hatred for the players, for the team. Why would the players want to go and put on a show the Celtic way? With that baying mob Baying for blood It's honestly It's beggar's belief I mean I can't speak on behalf Because I don't have that Emotional attachment Tom But The ones that you say are entitled Would I think they would say in response That This is more about the The regression And failing to build from a position of strength And all that sort of stuff Not not buying any of that I, I do buy it You know I see that point I take that point But I say back to the boys Eh uh, the chance towards the end, towards the board, they're a bit disrespectful. Um, they need to understand that's the same board that gave us treble trebles, quadruple trebles, and uh, presented players such as Larson in their day, you know? Um, Larson, Sutton, Lennon, all the old boys, all the biggies. And uh, of course, you ever served up a little bit of a poor, poor uh, calibre of players just now, but I just think it's not over by a long shot. We're still top of the league. People need to realise. That's but not over. probably And nothing's guaranteed But probably only until tomorrow though So the, so tomorrow night You drop that defence Guys The Super Jays is a hard place to go <laughs> It's true Listen it, <laughs> I don't know I, I don't predict matches But I think on paper Clearly who people expect Rangers to win Rangers will be top by 2 o'clock Tomorrow afternoon uh, Tom's use of the expression That being mob That being mob pay the same price for their season ticket as Tom and are entitled to hold an opinion they may hold it in a more vociferous way than Tom cares for but that's the fact of the matter that being mob pay the same price for their ticket this for me the the, the one about chanting against the board that's just an old football cliche fans of all clubs do that the board appoint people to look after the playing side the manager and the head of recruitment the manager and the head of recruitment, to one degree or another, 
have brought in 12 players over two transfer windows and not one of them, not one, will be a long-term player at Celtic Park. Where, where I'll agree with Tom just quickly, uh, I think Rangers will win tomorrow, go top of the league like everybody else. I think the pitch up there is terrible, but I just think they've got enough quality. I agree with Tom the fact that I don't think this is the end of the league for Celtic, but I agree with the fans that have come on and had a real go at the players and the manager that if they are going to stay in this title race, if they are going to beat Rangers to the title, things are need to improve massively now. I like Tom's call purely because it's nice to hear the other side of it. It's been very much anger and frustration so far. Tom's trying to put a bit more of a calm perspective on things, which is fine as well. How does Paul feel? Hi. How's it going? How would you sum it up, Paul? Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm Brendan Rodgers is biggest fan and defender, but a couple of baffling decisions, Gordon, today. Um, I, I couldn't understand why he wouldn't put scales at left back and bring Nabrowski on. And I know Hugh's going to say because he's not trusting him, but Kilmarnock, Kilmarnock played very well and they're a very good outfit. And Derek McInnes has, has got them with for a lot of season pros. Um, I thought, you know, until uh, until Greg Taylor went off, Celtic were, were OK, they were in the game. But he, bring, he, he brings uh, Burnaby on, absolute disaster, no protection. Takes Maeda off, who's able to protect the full-backs. The lad Kuhn will not even show for the ball. Now, you know I'm a Mikey Johnson fan, but at least you got him trying and, and showing for the ball. I've sent him out loan and spent money on Kuhn. To replace them, that 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 baffles me. And the other more worrying thing is Matt Lawwell's get out of, get out of jail card used to be, um, in in the Cheshire suburbs he would get as a a Frimpong or a Guidetti or a Boyata, um, you know Pat, Patrick Roberts. Uh, there's no sign of any of that um, in terms of bringing quality in at the, at the transfer. So, um, and apparently the chat is that Brendan Rodgers, everybody that's put in front of him, he, he rejected. But for him to put Burnaby on. Um, it's just you can't even shield the ball you know it's basic stuff that you're taught at school le- schoolboy level uh, and it was always going to be a, a ploy to, a- to attack the left back area as soon as he came on this is not meant to be as unfair on Mikey Johnson as it's going to sound but are things worse than we thought Paul if you're pining for Mikey Johnson and I don't mean that like I said that sounds terrible but he's not really made an impact that you would want in many many years at Celtic, and, and now we're to believe that you know he he can make a difference. Well, but, but uh, uh, would you call him Jota? Uh, slipped out the door for six and a half million uh, without any comment whatsoever. And, and don't be wrong, Jota could blow hot, hot and cold, but you've, you've lost Carter Vickers, you've lost Hatati, and 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 Kyogo's a, a shadow of his former self. So the spine of the team has been decimated by one thing or another. And that's not an excuse, that's just a, a fact. Uh, but um, to, to, to allow the exposure, I mean, you could see within two minutes he barely be been on, been on the park, notwithstanding the, the, the crowd being at him, that Kilmarnock were just targeting him. Which, and why wouldn't you? You know, it, it's like a schoolboy game, honestly. I, 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 basic stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I just... Uh, I, I thought Callum McGregor was on it I thought Greg Taylor was outstanding Up to went off And as soon as he went off I, I think that's more worrying that, <laughs> As soon as Greg Taylor goes off You lose your shape um, And I, I just you could see the goal coming So 
more worried about his tactical news and you know, worrying that the the get out of jail card that we always had with the city group seems to now have disappeared. Well, if you want to hear the thoughts of Brendan Rogers, you can hear them right here next. You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Keeben, Smart Wilson, and Gordon DL have got their tin hats on. It has been a very, very lively open line so far. We've still plenty of time to take more calls and let's hear from Brendan Rogers. Well, it looked like up until the end that we'd get away with it, that it would be a good result on the back of a poor performance. Uh, but, uh, but we didn't in the end. So, poor result, poor performance. And, uh, yeah, we yeah we lacked authority with the, with the ball. We lacked composure and all the things that you need to do to uh, uh, to control the game and look nervous on the ball and you know especially second half created nowhere near what we would want to you know so um, so give credit to Kamara. It's you know they, they play a system that you have to really work with, but you have to be good on the ball. To uh, they, they they play man to man so. You have to be able to deal with the ball with pressure and and uh, and be able to play forward and run forward and we well, we didn't do that enough today. Whatever comes our way today, we would deserve that. I've said it a number of times. We've uh, we, we've played okay and got the results and and that momentum was was building. You know, our last performance against St Mirren on a tricky pitch was a really professional, good performance. But today it was. It wasn't that. So um, I feel for the supporters. I said to the press afterwards, there's kids that have travelled all all around the country and across from Ireland and everywhere to to come and see their heroes and dream of them being them one day. But that uh, that wouldn't inspire them for sure. It uh, it just wasn't uh, anywhere near the level that we would want. Sadly, so we have to accept that. It's too late for the romantic hokum now. You can have all that talk about people coming over from Ireland. It's not washing. To talk about we nearly got away with it, you're not supposed to get away with it. You're supposed to build some form of momentum and put Rangers under at least some semblance of pressure in Perth tomorrow. None of that was achieved. I thought yesterday he sounded downbeat and I've said before today that I thought he had... uh, a mass example of deflection with what he was saying yesterday and today I think he knows the truth of the matter and the truth of the matter is Celtic are bang in trouble What about John and Hamilton's take on it all John? Absolutely disgusting guys Good evening, sorry about that Oh um, you carry on, don't worry I would have Rogers out the door the more, absolutely um, I would have half that team out the door as well But also I think the board need to start up And take their fair share of the blame here Because they're sitting here with 75 million in the bank Stagnating the club and sending it back the way When we should have been well ahead of Rangers For years to come with the money that we have But we're actually going to be behind them come the more To me, no good enough Rogers needs to go The board need to take a long hard look at themselves And so they have the players You'll have heard it before John You're entitled You know you expect no challenge This is a title race Get used to it Why Why don't you buy any of that? It's the same old Same old we hear for Brendan Rogers Week in and week out You can take a look at that team Most of your supporters have seen this coming Not just for the last couple of weeks For the vast majority of this season We've watched the team go backwards and backwards And play this tippy-tappy sideways 
football that's just no suited to your team. And what you say is, we've got too many lightweights in there as well that just can't carry the ball. And we've been found out today, and we've been found out in previous encounters this season as well. And it's going to cost us the league if we don't stand up now. I'm not saying that this Rangers team are the greatest team, and there's still a fight there, but if Rangers had a decent team, we would be buried in it. Absolutely buried. Well, look, I, I can totally understand the fans being angry at today's performance and, and some of those performances along the line as well. But uh, have there been many genuinely good ones? Um, you know, like standout we... ones? No, not so much this season. You know, on previous the previous couple of seasons, you could say, "Wow, this that was good to watch," and it could have been much more. There's not been many of them this season. I agree with that. But are we really at the stage that fans would take the manager leaving and walking out or being sacked at this stage? Uh, is that realistic? Is that, uh, you know, fans are entitled to their opinion. Of course they are. And this entitled thing, I, I do think there's something behind it. Celtic fans want the best football, the most entertaining and the most productive at the end of the day. Celtic have been years ahead of Rangers this, Oh Celtic should have been years ahead of, Celtic have been years ahead of Rangers uh, But there's no guarantee That that is going to last from now To the end of time To go back to John's point about £70 million in the bank And the board And what they are doing or not doing with it Celtic spent the best part of £20 million Over the last two transfer windows It's not the amount is it It's yeah, where it's going yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly And none of them None of them are worth keeping. Twenty million pounds. They've already shipped out the hopeless cases, and there are more hopeless cases to go at the next transfer window. But they have spent money. Yeah, as hopeless as they've been, Hugh, and these signings have been. Celtic still sit. Will be at one point until tomorrow at the top of the league. So it's not been that hopeless. Yeah, but, but what's the starting mm-hmm. point, though? But put, that's hold on, but that's what that's what people mean. Have they gone backwards? That's where the hopelessness. And I get exactly that, that's a strong from Ange Postecoglou first season and t- second season. It, yeah, or, of course. Or from the seven point lead that they had. Oh, that's where the anger's yeah. coming from. Yeah, without doubt, without doubt. But Rangers, Celtic have yeah dropped points, gone backwards. Performances haven't been good enough. At the same time, Rangers have got better. Surely that. That's to be expected sometime. Like Celtic from fans now to the end of history. Celtic fans aren't angry that, that Celtic are top of the league, obviously, as you say, but they're angry that the last couple of months have looked like a regression. Uh, of course. I, I can understand that. The product on the pitch hasn't been good enough. The quality of player, I think, in the starting eleven and a couple of those that sit on the bench is still there. Without doubt. But Who? The, the performance, the standard of player. Yeah. Who? The, the ones that they brought in the last two windows. I'm Who? not saying them. I said in the starting 11 You can't tell me Kyogo Matt O'Reilly Callum McGregor And um, Alistair Johnson Carter Vickers If he's fit I think the biggest worry is You see Rangers with the new manager They closed the gap They were closing and closing and closing I think the worry for Celtic is Now if Rangers go top tomorrow and then this keeps going it Rangers will start going further and further and further away yeah, yeah. Celtic couldn't manage that just now I still I, I totally take on board what Mark's saying about the starting 11 whatever Hugh's right the amount of money that's been wasted is unbelievable for Celtic but 
they need to change something very quickly or this title's slipping away But they can. It. There's no transfer window. Therefore, they're stuck with what they've got. And what they've got is unsatisfactory. Hmm. Let's bring in Stephen and get his thoughts as well. Stephen. Hi, guys. How are you? Good, good. What are you thinking tonight? I, I'm annoyed about one of the previous callers because he came on and he said, I pay my money just like everybody else. Poker overreacting. Also, why would the players play when folk are booing them or they're getting annoyed? See, at the end of the day, these guys haven't just won a lucky dip and they're getting to play for their childhood team. They're getting played thousands of pounds a week. If they can't try when they're getting paid thousands of pounds a week, when are they going to try? But at the same time, I also feel like it's not just we're no going to be top of the league tomorrow. I think it's on the bigger picture. It is today with Celtic going out of the cup, Celtic been put in the Champions League again. The, the transfer window in the summer, the transfer window in January. It's just, it's the same old, same old. It feels like the kind of COVID year all over again. That's what it feels like. Yeah, because I think that is important, Mark, because you've, you're talking about facts and league tables and points gaps until tomorrow, but sometimes there's a feeling. And yeah. you'll remember, I don't know if it's going to be the same. Of course we don't. And that was very, very dramatic circumstances. But there was a feeling in the COVID season, as uh, Stephen says, that just, well, this is just heading one way yeah. and one way only. Can that be reversed this time? There's a long way from um, that, obviously. Well, that remains to be seen. Um, if you're a Celtic fan you'd like to think so you'd like to think that the club um, as a whole is in a better position than it was that season um, they've got better players running throughout the spine of their team than they did that season so you've got to hope that it's reversible but I, I totally take on board your point there was a you know a feeling that ran throughout that season that this was never going to get better that culminated in fans gathering outside and ugly scenes for the players uh, and the staff involved And it resulted in Neil Lennon losing his job So I can totally take that on board it, But by the way, Stephen's right The players haven't won a lucky dip I, I said at the start uh, of the show When it gets to this period and you play for Celtic um, You're analysed on your ability But your character as well To stand up to moments like they had today When they're 1-0 up to see out the game And unfortunately I'm not hate to single players out again But Burnaby Clearly showed a lack of desire at the back post He'll claim that he was pushed But we could all see that he wasn't That's the problem Too many of those performances from players throughout the season Leads to where Celtic are at the minute you got faith that Brendan Rodgers turns this round Stephen? Again I'm like other callers I'm not going to say Brendan Rodgers out Because It's not going to happen Let's face it These guys aren't going to walk away By getting sacked And walk away with a couple of million quid You've just got to use your head but is it going to be turned around? I don't know. It's, it's hard. To, it's hard to gauge because, as I said, the football's been pretty crap all year. It's not the same football we had the kind of two previous years with Ange. They really struggle to break down teams, and it's the same old every week. We're we're eating out these kind of one 0 wins, and as he, as Brendan Rodgers said, we thought we'd kind of get away with it, but every week for the last four or five or six weeks or whatever. It's the same old, we're getting away with it with one goal. And as Mark said there, Burnaby, four or five weeks ago, he was crap. And he's on, again. He's, he's on every week, and it's the same. He's a bomb scare. 
it's it's football. It's you know you're uh, as I said you you have to be deal with you have to deal with that. Obviously, there's an anxiety in the stadium, but that's it, it's nothing nothing for the supporters today. You know they they were great behind us, and uh, this is on us and. But we we have to accept that was a poor performance. Interesting though, Hugh, because what we still have to acknowledge, whilst everybody except Rangers are big favourites, I don't think many people will come on here and predict a St Johnston win. It just shifts the pressure, it shifts the psychology, and now we find out if they can handle that. And then if, like you and everybody else expects they do, then you become the hunted rather than the hunter as well. So we are in for we're in for quite the ride between now and the end of the season by the looks of it. But Rangers will be top by two o'clock tomorrow afternoon and have for weeks shown that they have that kind of cunning about them and they are growing mm. in every respect. So that's the point. I'm not saying they don't, but what we just haven't seen is what it's like when Celtic are chasing and Rangers are the one being chased it's just an observation it's, I'm not for a second saying Rangers can't do it well, but we've my, not had it yet that's what I'm trying to say it's new my observation is the manager Brendan Rodgers is beginning to sound as if he's lost and he's beginning to talk in riddles and the supporters are seeing right through it they don't have the players of sufficient quality to withstand what is coming and what is coming is a Rangers side who are only going to get stronger and stronger. And uh, Celtic next week away at Motherwell on the Sunday, by which time Rangers will have gone five points clear of them. And therefore, Celtic are now in a position where they need to stage a recovery, which I, on a personal level, don't think we have the players who are capable of doing so Not for a second uh, Suggesting Gordon Dale mm. That you need any Extra incentive But if there was even 1% Of a fan base Or a player Or whatever Who was a bit uninspired About a trip to McDermott Park On a Sunday lunchtime This changes things Doesn't it? Yeah it certainly does uh, Rangers players Everybody concerned They'll have a spring Their step for tomorrow Gordon Great opportunity you get back to that big question I think this is where the worry comes in From the Celtic side of it They're going to be the chasers Have they got the character? Have they got the players? Have they got everything about them to do that? That's the question mark they're now uh, getting asked And it'll be interesting to see if they can answer it Big day of football Big win for Livingston Big win for Dundee Big win for Hearts A share of the spoils Aberdeen Hibs But the big story at the top of the table How big was today in that title race Celtic slipping up Dropping points at home to Kilmarnock A huge chance for Rangers at St Johnston tomorrow And whatever happens We look back on it all from 6 o'clock on Monday You will not want to miss it Make sure you join us And the GBX is up next